And there shall be signs upon the earth, distress of nations, men's hearts failing them, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, but my words shall not pass away. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Jesus' description of life on earth after his enthronement are, in, are strikingly accurate. Distress, perplexity, failing hearts, and the whole world order being shaken. But what is even more striking is that he says these things not as an observer, as though he was simply recounting what he saw on the evening news, but as the instigator of these things. For that, I turn your attention to Hebrews 12, because we're going to read verses 26 to 27. It's there that we are reminded that he is the Word who shakes the earth when he speaks. So in Hebrews 12, verses 26 to 27, we remember at Mount Sinai, where those Ten Commandments were given that we just recited, His voice shook the earth. But now He has promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. Why? It tells us to remove those things which can be shaken so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. For my words shall not pass away. So yes, once again, we find ourselves as God's people living in a time of great shaking. But our scriptures call us to remember that it is only the gates of hell that will not prevail. Matthew 16, 17 through 19. The church has the unshakable cornerstone and the solid foundation of the apostles and the prophets, according to St. Paul in Ephesians 2.20. So sure, it might look like all the wheels are falling off of Pharaoh's chariots, as everything in our culture seems to be falling apart. But don't forget who you are. We are the new Israel of God, and we are already standing on the opposite shore. Yet, the only way a person would know this, and can know this, is by making a way to read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the Holy Scriptures which Yahweh has caused to be written for our learning in times like these. For they alone equip us to embrace and hold fast to Him, to His kingdom, and to the life He offers to us through Jesus Christ. Thus, as we watch our culture being rattled by fatherlessness in the homes, assisted murders and assisted suicides in hospitals, incompetence in places of education, and the insanity of transgenderism everywhere from children's entertainment to sports, we do not fear. 
But rest assured that God is shaking our society to its core, just as he did to the kingdoms of Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome. Instead of fearing, we take our stand upon the solid rock and begin living our lives by its truth, a truth which lasts a lot longer than the 20 to 30 seconds of a TikTok video, but instead lasts from generation to generation. Yes, while our culture reads, marks, and inwardly digests the latest news snippets on YouTube or the science of the doctors who agree with them, we turn to the Holy Scriptures to find out who God is, who we are, what we are to be doing, and what makes us worth knowing and being loved. For if we want to withstand the times, we must stand upon the eternals. And in doing so, we will find the grace and the consolation known by the countless generations of those who've gone before us, from Moses to the founding fathers of this nation on into today. Now, I know, I can hear you thinking, do I have to read the whole thing? Yes. Even those weird books in the Apocrypha and those referenced by St. Peter and Jude, the scriptures are written for your learning, so you must learn them if you want to withstand, to break free from the downward spiral of insanity that's all around us. They, for our day and age, not only show us what a woman is, they show us what a man is as well. And he's not someone who just sits on the couch watching football and drinking beer. He's actually someone who protects their household, commits himself to one woman, not one at a time, but one, raises children in the paideia of the God, his culture, and who is not ruled by their passions or their feelings. We need to know both. The scriptures show us that all life, from the womb to the tomb, is sacred and worth protecting and loving. And what's more is that it shows us the church, not the motivational, money-hungry organizations we're all familiar with, but the family of God brought together in the body of Jesus where men and women, like you and me, learn to live life together, loving and looking out for one another, participating and practicing the mind of Christ, and continuing toward the hope of glory together. This is where you and I will find the ground which cannot be shaken. By its light, we can learn to protect our families from a world that has chosen to exchange truth for a lie, and Christ for chaos. This is where we will find, as Mr. Rogers said, it's amazing the wisdom of that man, but just like he said, it's the place we will find the something deep inside greater than feelings that helps us become what we can, leading girls to be someday a lady and boys to be someday a man. This is where we find the things that cannot and will not 
be shaken. And as we continue in Hebrews 12, following verse 27, when we come to the end of 27 and verse 28, it tells us this. What do we do once we have this sure and solid foundation to stand upon? It tells us, let us be grateful for receiving this kingdom that cannot be shaken, and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. For the hour cometh and now is when true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. Amen.